Hello. It's cold. On this day, <laughs> I see clearly. Like, yes. my, like my little remix. I loved it. All right. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. Yeah. All right, I'm Damien. I'm Ashley. And apparently it's cold. It's um, cold, it w- is. Welcome to Casually Die Hard, <laughs> a uh, wrestling podcast that gets distracted very easily. Um, so we haven't had an episode in about a week. Oops. Um, life happens. So It sure does. Pretty much what happened was we just overbooked ourselves. Like like always. <laughs> like always. Um, but no, we, we had really busy weeks and busy weekends and... Just didn't even have time to record any, like literally anything. Barely had time to watch anything, honestly. Yeah, like last last week was crazy busy, mm-hmm. I, and I don't even remember what we did. Life, work, yeah, work, getting everything ready for your sister's visit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cornhole, cornhole, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. We got bowling. cornhole this week. No, you didn't bowl. So. I didn't bowl. I that's actually true. took the week off for yeah. bowling, but. Um, yeah, so we are back tonight, and this is... You're welcome. (laughs) What can I say except you're welcome? (laughs) Um, but no, so tonight we are going over, uh, this past weekend's AEW Wrestle Dream, um, which was the pay-per-view done by AEW in honor of Antonio Inoki, which is a year to the day after he passed, um... From they did this from Seattle. It looks like you're about to say something. Nope, I decided not to. No, go ahead. Nope. Why? Because. Why? Nope. I and was just gonna joke about something, and it's not the appropriate time. So go ahead. Fair enough. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, so going into this, it seemed odd. Like, what do you mean? The booking and the build up and everything like that. Oh yeah, it seemed like they weren't really ready for it and didn't really yeah. know what they wanted to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like all the matches that they would announce, it was just like, oh, that sounds dope. Yeah. Oh, that sounds dope. Oh. Yeah. That sounds great. All the matches sounded great, but it was like, what's the purpose? Yeah. Outside of tribute to Anoki, which I get it. Like, he's a wrestling luminary. You want to mm-hmm. pay tribute to the guy, but also why? Like, yeah. like, why so quickly? Why not build it up more? Like, mm-hmm. Because I think we only had, like, five weeks of build after, especially after All In and All Out being back-to-back. Yes, like, we did not need another pay-per-view right now. No, I didn't <laughs> think so either. But, like, uh, overall, this was probably one of the better shows that they've done this year. Oh, it was so good. It I was really enjoyed show. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, great show all the way around. Um, mm-hmm. We... Our, well, let's just dive right in because yeah. we ended up being able to catch this after dropping my sister off at the train station Woo. Um, to go, go back to go back to uh, Philly for college. <laughs> Why are you wooing? Tra- are you good? Woo, transportation. Are you are you good? I'm great. All right, I'm tired. I, I me too, but dang, <laughs> you're punchy. I am. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um. So we opened up the zero hour at six thirty. It was a talk show for a half hour. We mm-hmm. didn't watch any of that. We were nah. too busy cooking dinner and stuff like that. So then we went into the uh, zero hour matches, and we had an eight man tag: Satoshi Kojima, Keith Lee, Athena, and Billy Starks versus Shane Taylor, Lee Moriarty, and Mercedes Martinez and Diamante. So a fun little eight man. I thought um, it opened up with "We Want Bread" chance for Satoshi Kojima. Yeah, and Jr. was very confused. Yeah. Um, 
Pretty much Kojima, I don't know if you really know this, but I don't. Kojima likes bread. Oh, wait, isn't his, it like his Instagram? His is like whole all... Instagram is bread. Yes. Like, okay, no, 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 I did know that. That is legitimately yes. all it is. Um, so it opens up with the women and they, uh, Starks and Athena, get early advantages over Martinez and Diamante. And um, Athena hits a massive uh, Kreutz Wrath, which is a, like... It, it was that catch German suplex that she mm-hmm. did that was really impressive. Like I love her. Yeah, you really are a big Athena fan. I am, and I wish they would feature her more. I oh, I love her. We need she's to watch so Ring good. of Honor. Yeah, like that's the issue. She's on Ring of Honor. Right. So we need to watch Ring of Honor more. But um, and then Athena and Billy Starks do a double dive. They um. <laughs> Shane Taylor gets tagged in, and then Athena starts mouthing off to Shane Taylor. Yep. And wants to fight Shane Taylor. And I bet she could kick his ass. I don't know. That man is like four I know, times He's a very size. large man. Shane Taylor is huge. I, there were some meat chants. There, there were some meat chants. There weren't not, enough. Not enough, but there I were think, some. But to have somebody with Shane Taylor in the ring, like Keith Lee, that that's deserving of a meat chant. Keith Lee flexed during this match. Yeah, he did. And you got to see his full abs. Yeah, it was crazy. It was insane. That man is a genetic freak. Yeah, because like, <laughs> he... Uh, no, that's Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner, number He's one. He's more of a genetic freak. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, no. Keith Lee is... He he does dives like a luchador. Mm-hmm. He does power spots like Brock Lesnar. Yep. And he's just... A massive dude. He's yeah. a boulder. He is so good all around. Yes. I love him. Yeah, no, Keith Lee's green. Yeah. Um, so Lee and uh Shane Taylor start trading shoulder blocks, and then Lee just gets a Hernicanrana out of nowhere. Like yep. onto Shane Taylor, just like, here we go. Yep. And 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 throws <laughs> Shane Taylor to the outside. Um, and then towards the end, you get Lee Moriarty getting into the ring and he dispatches of Satoshi Kojima and then Athena out of the sky hits him with the O face, which I hate the name of her finisher. It's really not a good name. It's not like, is there a reason? That's what she calls it. That's it. Yeah. Girl. But like it used to be in WWE, it was called the eclipse. That's way better. It's a way better name. Which usually WWE names are not better. No. That's way better. Yeah. She should change it. Even if it can't be Eclipse, it should be something that's not O-Face. Yeah, like, okay, so this unlocked like a core memory in me, but John Taffer, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Bar Rescue fame, he literally went into a bar and they were serving a shot called the O-Face. Uh-huh. And he was like, this is the most derogatory and unprofessional thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And they went back and like, he's like, you change the name of the shot or I'm leaving. Yeah. It's, and it just it's trashy. Me, it's very trashy. And she's not trashy. So no. it's, it doesn't compute to me. No. Like, even if you wanted to go like a little bit sexual innuendo, you yeah. call it the climax. Yeah, sure. Which is a way better name. Yeah. It's not the best name, but no, it's a better it's, name. It is better. Like Yeah. I don't know. I hate it, but yeah. I love her. So Like I would call it like the summit. Like because you're coming from the top rope yeah. down and like call it the summit. Or like yeah. 
I don't know, like the free fall or some mm-hmm. shit. Like, I don't know. I mean, like something that has to do with her character. Yeah, like you know? the fallen goddess. Like, right. Like you can't call it angel's wings because obviously that's Christopher Daniels' finisher. But like, that's obviously, yeah, everybody knows that. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling fans do that start that we're watching before the last two years maybe they do i think that you overestimate sometimes the thing that's that people pay attention to maybe i do yeah maybe i do but either way like you could call you like you could call it like satan's fire or some shit yeah, like, something like that i don't know but yeah, anyway but so she hits the o-face on mm-hmm. lee moriarty and he sells it big time yeah and then the big bang catastrophe by keith lee yeah one two three uh very fun i yeah, thought it was, it was fun. good it, i uh it was like six minutes it was yeah. not long <laughs> i thought it was um a good showcase for billy starks too like, yeah get her in there get her some ring time get her some tv time I think that's important. Yeah. And it was good. It was good. Like, I, I think I, I think that these matches are nice to highlight some of the people that are in Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. just to kind of give them a little bit of screen time. Yeah. And introduce them to a new audience that doesn't pay for Honor Club or anything right. like that, and you're good to go. Um, this match I missed, um, because I, th- I was doing something. I think I was doing the dishes. Um, it was Claudio Castagnoli versus uh, Josh Barnett. Yeah, you did miss it, and it was so good. Yeah, it like, was really good. I knew it was a lot of catch wrestling and stuff like yeah. that, but I completely missed this match. I know, I felt bad. It was it was really good. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I I heard it, but I, I don't know. Do you remember anything big from the match at all? I don't know any moves, but I do remember that Claudio spun him. i think i shouted to the kitchen babe he's spinning him yeah it wasn't even him it was babe he's spinning (laughs) you knew what i meant yeah um i remember that i just remember it it was a really really good overall match okay yeah Mm -hmm. and claudio gets the win here um, after the match, uh, Barnett like praises Claudio Castagnoli. Yes. I remember hearing this. Yeah, he praised Claudio Castagnoli and was just like, "Hey, anytime, any place, anywhere, we're gonna do this again." Yep. And it there, made me think there were chants of blood sport. Okay, so, so okay, so I heard that on a podcast yes, today. They were chanting blood sport. And blood and sp- after they did that, Claudio said, "Anytime, any place." So I okay. believe that that may mean that he will be in a future blood sport. Well, the next blood sport is over WrestleMania weekend in Philly. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think I think we have to go to some of the GCW we shows. Absolutely do. Yeah. They need to redeem themselves to me. Oh my god. All redeem right. yourself, GCW. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Next match was uh, Luchasaurus versus Nick Wayne. Yep. Um, this was a squash match. Oh, yeah. Luchasaurus demolished Nick Wayne. As he should have. Yeah. Like, I... No, I agree. Yeah, it made sense. Yeah. I really wish they would have had a little bit more offense for Nick Wayne, though. Like, just something. But, like, he like he gets dominated for, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. He gets thrown into the barricade in front of his mom, which, yeah. by the way... Really do love that. That is great wrestler mentality. Yes. As somebody who literally told my opponent in my first match to beat the shit out of me in front of my mother, <laughs> I uh, completely understand and respect the decision. Um, so then uh, Nick Wayne comes in, uh, t- comes into the ring. He hits, I think, like an Insiguri, a mm-hmm. super kick. 
Um, and then he hits Wayne's World or tries to go for Wayne's World, and then he just gets a massive clothesline to the back of the neck, mm-hmm. and Luchasaurus pins him for the three. Yeah. No, no tail whip, no choke slam, nothing. Nope. Just a clothesline to the back of the neck, which I like these one shot knockout finishers, like because mm-hmm. Claudio does it with like the European uppercut. Yep. Um, you get it sometimes with. Um, with other guys like who was there was another person I can't remember who, um, that was doing like a one shot knockout, and it made sense. And like sometimes it just takes one shot. Yeah. And so I I, I like it, but at the same time it just made Nick Wayne look so weak. But it built up to the story later in the night. Yes. Which we will get to that. And I think it only makes sense to look. For someone of that size and someone who is 18 years old and new mm-hmm. to to look weak for Luchasaurus. Like I that, agree. It, it makes sense. Like, he has been doing really well in his other matches. We've seen what he can do. It, there's been no shortage of letting him display his his skills. Yeah. So I think putting him in the ring with somebody who's as huge as Luchasaurus, like he's, he's touted as this like monster of a man. Yeah. I think it only makes sense for him to kick the shit out of Nick Wayne in two minutes. It's over. Like it, it makes sense. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. But yeah, so we then go to, uh, the acclaimed and daddy ass defending the trios titles, the, AEW trios titles uh, <laughs> versus TMDK uh, and the acclaimed retain with Daddy Ass. I, I'm done. I'm with the acclaimed. I, I'm done with the acclaimed. Me too. <laughs> I'm done. the The gimmick is is old to me. Yeah. Um. I think it's fun, mm-hmm. but there's nothing substantial about this group anymore. There's not. I think I I really liked them sort of building it up and sort of coming from the bottom. Um, but now it's done. Like yeah. they've, they've run it, run it out. It's, it's run its course. Like it's, you I can only scissor so many times. Not only that, I think as much as I love Billy Gunn, he's hurting them. I agree. He's yeah. hurting them. He's holding them back. Like, and there's such like, this is very much a WWE gimmick. Mm-hmm. This is a team that if they went to WWE, they'd pro they'd have to tone themselves down, Yeah, but they do great. Like, I just, I don't think that they fit the AEW mold. I don't think so either. And I think my biggest issue with it is I can't see them doing anything else. Like, I don't, no. I don't think it would be believable. I, I don't, don't think, see Max Caster doing any other character outside of I the I don't rap. think they have the ability. No. Like, that's the thing. I think, I think Bowens does. I think Bowens, I think Bowens is good. Okay. Bowens, I think, has is greatly better in the ring especially than yes. max caster oh, completely yes 100 um, percent. i think max caster i don't think he can do any other gimmick i think bowens has shown that he kind of has this angrier side to him whereas anytime max yeah. caster comes off angry he, it just looks funny yeah i think the group as a whole maybe maybe minus bowens i don't know i haven't seen yeah too much from him that differentiates him i don't think from the group but it's just they're flat it's yeah. one note and i don't think i don't think they have another register like no. they, it's i don't it, it is what it is crowds aren't getting as into them anymore either no. like everybody pops because it's the acclaimed they yeah. all laugh at the mm-hmm. rap they all I want mean, a scissor like the gimmick's yeah. good yeah but and it's I, very stale 
It's very done. Yeah. It's I, I, like, I think it's really a gimmick you can do for a few months. Yeah. Not This is now a like year. two years. Yeah, years. <laughs> this is now like two years of the acclaim. Yes. And it's like, I get it. Like, because, mm-hmm. I mean, John Cena did this for a few years. Right. Like, but he also like had a different element to him. He had a different kind right. of like a different kind of swagger, a different kind of build, like a different, you know, yep. and like you look at like a Nick Wayne where it's like, it's not even like, oh, they're young. They'll find it. Like you look at a Nick Wayne. I already saw him do a baby face run. He's mm-hmm. now a heel. I, uh, Billy Starks, I think is very good in the ring. I think she's done tremendously. We're going to get to this woman later. Yep. Julia Hart yeah. has improved tremendously and completely switched her character from cheerleader to goth girl. Mm-hmm. Like the acclaimed are just stale and, and, and I like them. I think they're good humans. I think they're good workers. Like right. overall, I just also don't think that there is anything else for them outside of this AEW mid card tag division or mm-hmm. trios division. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh I think they have really just run their course and it they need to either do something else or stop. Yeah. <laughs> like I I'm just I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored with them. Yeah, I agree. Um so now we get into the main show. And it opens up with uh, it's Sunday night, and you know what that means. And then we go into the handicap match for the Ring of Honor tag team titles, where MJF is defending solo against the Righteous, which is Vincent and Dutch. Mm -hmm. And you are starting to like the Righteous. I am, and I didn't think I would. Um, I is it the dreadlocks? It's definitely not that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know. I just kind of like the like culty thing you know yeah. and i think it's it's not necessarily that like dark gothy cult that when when you it's think not of the like, wyatt family right which i think or a house lot, of black even exactly i was gonna say i think a lot of culty gimmicks in wrestling are that like dark gothy thing yep. which i i i love obviously yes. because of who i am however i like that it's more of this like realistic like mm-hmm. it's a very like realistic cult leader type guy with yep. his like smarter guy on the side who like does the bidding i love it i yeah. think it's good yeah because like I, I i think that they're they are missing something though yeah i don't know what it is i agree but there's something that's just not there i think it's like i think you need a guy to actually like buy into it right like somebody that they pulled from somewhere else that is buying into the righteous yeah that's like oh i like almost spoilers i mean you're listening to this podcast you're gonna get there eventually (laughs) um you're not watching the show and listening to us at the same time right um but nick wayne Mm -hmm. nick wayne bought into christian cage yes I, I think they need that. They yeah. need somebody that they can convert. Yep, I agree. You, you know what I mean? Just yeah. solidify it. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think they're very good. I, I really like Vincent Marcellia. Um, I, I, I liked him when he was with the Kingdom with Matt Taven. Mm. Um, that's where he started. Interesting. Yeah, he was part of the Kingdom. How so, did that happen? How so, did that fit? 
So what happened was um, he had to be like a completely different. Type he wasn't. Of- he wasn't like the same character that he is now, but he wasn't much different. Interesting. Yeah, he was. I think at one point he was like the horror king or something like that. Oh. Um. But yeah, he was Vinnie Marcellia. Okay. Um. And it was him and oh god, I can't remember who the other person was. Mm-hmm. But it was because Adam Cole and Matt, um, Mike Bennett had all left for yeah. WWE. So Matt Taven needed more people in the kingdom. Oh, and interesting. so he brought in more people. But anyway, so we get into the intro intr- entrances, Jesus. Entrances. Uh, entrances of MJF and he I was entranced. I know. You love MJF. I really do. Yeah. No, I love him too. He's great. Um but he comes out and vehement vehemently that easy for me to say. <laughs> there you go. Uh denies being the devil that attacked Jay White last mm-hmm. week on uh or I guess two days ago or whatever on yeah. collision whenever the fuck it happened. I think it was on Dynamite actually. But um so he denies it uh calls jay white tofu again Mm -hmm. um and then makes fun of dutch for being fat yep and lowbrow yeah but then (laughs) calls Vinny a uh a dirty dread-headed bitch i think it was something like that yeah and he said that he's going to body slam dutch Mm -hmm. and shove Vinny's dirty dreads up dutch's ass yes and uh he did just that he uh, did yeah both in the of match, those things in the match it starts off he tries to pick up dutch and he goes you are way bigger than i thought <laughs> <laughs> and he has he goes out to the crowd and he has a fan a woman fan massage his shoulder yes and then a guy tries to help and <laughs> security, no not you <laughs> secure well yeah he does yeah. that and then there's another guy that comes yeah. in and tries and security Max his hand away. Yep. <laughs> uh, I thought that was very funny. Yeah, um, it's very, uh, very MJF. Very MJF. Um, but yeah, he gets he gets the 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 smallest things over, and mm-hmm. he gets this wrestling thing because he didn't do much outside of sell, hit a body slam, shove Vinny's head up uh, Dutch's butt. Yep. Kangaroo kick, uh, heat seeker pile driver, mm-hmm. and win for yeah. MJF. Yeah. I I loved I liked it. I thought it was what it needed to be. I thought um it was it was predictable. Obviously everybody kind of knew that MJF was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he won a little bit in part by grabbing Vincent's balls for a really long yes. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the referee's back turned. Right. Yeah. 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 Um I yeah, I thought it was what it needed to be. I thought it was what was expected. Um, but it wasn't boring. No. And uh, even though, like, you know what the outcome is going to be, I enjoyed the whole match. I always love a kangaroo kick. Yeah, I, yeah, you really do love that kangaroo kick. I do. You like the little setup too with the arms. That that's my favorite part is the little arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. They need to get MJF a feud. Yes. That's not Adam Cole. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Like, in, especially if Adam Cole's going to be out for as long as they say he is, I'm still not completely convinced that he's hurt. I'm not either. Um, it seems like he very well might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if he's as hurt as they're saying yes. he is. Yeah. Like I, I do believe that he's probably hurt in some capacity. Yeah, but 
maybe he wants a little vacation. Maybe. You know? And, 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 I just, I don't know. There's something about it that just stinks. You yeah, know? doesn't like, feel right. Doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like the devil was Adam Cole. Interesting. That attacked Jay White. Ooh. That's my thought. Oh, that's interesting. It's either that or they're going to build this up for a really long time and it's going to be Dolph Ziggler. Uh, that's sort of where I was at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next match was um, one of my favorites of the night. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston versus Katsuyori Shibata for the Ring of Honor World and New Japan Strong uh, titles. Yes. Katsuyori Shibata, uh, they were trying to get over this story that because of this being Antonio Inoki's tribute show... Mm-hmm. That Shibata was trying to create a modern-day triple crown, since he is also the Ring of Honor pure champion. Right. So, excuse me. Um, so, Eddie Kingston uh, is defending both of his belts. Mm-hmm. Um, but they... Good God. Yeah. <laughs> just chopped the shit out of it. Oh, each they other. are hard hitters. They really mm-hmm. are. There's not much to recap in this match. They just... Hit the shit out of each other. Yeah. They're like big spots. Eh, they just hit yeah. each other really hard. Yeah, they did. Yep. And like, and here's the thing is like, I, this is my style of match. This mm-hmm. and, and the Danielson Sabre match. That I loved. Um, These are my style of matches where it's either 10 minutes or 40. Yep. Um, one is going balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. The other one is telling a nice story. It's slow paced. It's a yep. lot of technical work and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. I do like a good 20 minute six man scramble match mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of high spots and a ladder involved. Yeah. But like, these are my bread and butter. Yeah. Like, this is what I strive to be as a wrestler. It's mm-hmm. just like, I, yeah, I have some cool spots, but I really just want to hit you in the face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think. Those are obviously the the matches that feel the realest. Yeah, and this felt real. It, I'm sure it, it was. Yeah. yeah, it looked real. Like I, I do believe they were beating the shit out of each other consensually. Yeah, like Shibata's chest. Yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. It was purple. Yeah. It was almost. It was almost like back to its original shade. Mm-hmm. That's how much it was chopped. Yeah. Like it was back to its original skin tone. Yeah. It was disgusting. Um, but Shibata, Shibata was working in a lot of submissions too um he had a figure four for a while Mm -hmm. he had he had a knee bar um into like a toe lock kind of thing there was a lot of submissions um and and it wouldn't shock me if they ran this back maybe at the ring of honor pay-per-view yeah and kingston said well now i want the triple crown yeah because um he's a his big influence was kawada and so Kawada is known for uh, All Japan, mm-hmm. All Japan, and their big title is the Triple Crown title. Okay. So I could see that he would want the Triple Crown because he's a King's Road guy, which is All Japan style. That's the that's the Triple Crown title, and so I could see him maybe at the pay per view saying, "Hey." Let's have a pure match for your title. Yeah, and definitely. then they create a like a triple crown or whatever. Yeah. Um. But Kingston wins. Um. After a absolute 
disgusting brawl. Yeah. Like, just a just an absolute disgusting brawl. It was and like then, the epitome of an Eddie Kingston match. Yeah, like, this This is a meat match. Yes. Like, this is a meat man- match. Yeah. But only one of the men is meat. Yeah, so. only one of them is meat. <laughs> the other one is Kingston. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but after the match, this is the one thing I do love about Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. This man is so humble. Yeah. He literally bowed to Shibata in respect, yep. shook his hand, and had left. them. <laughs> he left the ring and then had them kill his music to play Shibata's. Yes. Like, Kingston is just, he doesn't want the fanfare. He mm-hmm. wants to go out there, wrestle, entertain, and leave. Yeah, it's what he loves. It's, he, it's you his can love. tell that he really loves to be in the ring and he yes. really appreciates and respects the people that he's in the ring with. Absolutely, he does. Yeah. Um, so next is the surprisingly good Chris Statlander defending her TBS title against Julia Hart. Yeah. You weren't sold. I knew how far Julia Hart had come. I had seen a match of hers and I was like, okay, she's getting there. I thought this match was going to be hot garbo, (laughs) but it was good. It was pretty good. Like it wasn't the best match I've seen. No. Like obviously Julia Hart does still have a ways to go. Um, but I think, obviously, she hasn't had a ton of time in ring. And as she grows in that role, I, I think that sky's the limit for her. I love her entrance. It feels mm-hmm. just different enough from the House of Black. Yep. Um, it's very, like, it's very orchestral gothic mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, at very atmospheric. Like they are too, but she does it to a different degree. Yeah, it's more like I don't. I don't want to say ethereal, but like it is a little bit like more dark ethereal. ethereal. Yeah, you know? like she looks like an astrology bitch. Yes, like, <laughs> and I think that's like the the thing that she's going for. Yeah, like if she starts doing tarot readings for like Home her opponents, got crystals in her hat. She does have crystals like, in her hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she, like, and her gear is always really nice. Like, I really liked her gear. Yep. I like Chris's gear tonight uh, on, on there as well. Yeah. Um, both women worked really hard. And, like, the crowd, they got the crowd eventually. They did. It took a bit. It took a minute. And, yeah. I mean, you're it's going to. Yeah. You just followed Eddie Kingston and Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah. It's a tough spot. It is. But, but they, they, they did got it. Em. Yeah. They got them. And, and uh, it was right after the Spider suplex that Julia Hart hit. Mm-hmm. And it was a great camera shot. This camera shot yeah, sat in really my good. brain. Mm-hmm. She hits a spider suplex from the top to Statlander and she stays upside down. Yeah. And the camera, you can see Statlander getting up and you just see Julia Hart laying like upside down in the corner and, and she just stalls there. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, fuck yes. Yeah. Like, and she hits this gorgeous moonsault. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Beautiful moonsault mm-hmm. um, for a massive near fall where Statlander gets her foot on the rope. Yep. Um, and then we we keep going through and then Statlander hits her with a, uh, a she or uh, Julia Hart locks in her submission heartless. Mm-hmm. Um, and Statlander does a big power spot, stands up, hits a tombstone, then Saturday, uh, Sunday Night Fever mm-hmm. for the win to keep her TBS title. The fans hated it. Yeah. They wanted Julia Hart Which to have is- the title. And I bit. I bit on the moonsault. Yeah. I also did, but 
I thought it was crazy the crowd reaction. Yeah. I Statlander just came back. She's yep. a fan favorite. And so then to have Julia Hart come up so quickly. Yes. And like obviously they're doing something super right with her. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. They're they're crushing it with her. Um I I really hope she doesn't get lost in the shuffle again. I yeah. really want her to be part of this division because yeah. I think that she has it in her. She does, hundred um, percent. So next was a match that I wasn't too impressed with, uh, and it was the Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match. I did not care about this match. I didn't whatsoever. give a single fuck. I and it, you know, I like the teams in it, but I just it. I don't know. I'm tired of them. I think altogether. Yeah, like- <laughs> The tag team division, while good, is stale. Yes. Like, we need a new, a couple new teams. Like, the Righteous is, is getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have Ozzy open in there. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, the the Young Bucks are facing FTR again. Yeah. And, like, I, the match is great. Right. The match will be great. Oh, it's going to be fantastic, but do you need to see it again? It's part four. Yeah, you don't need to see it again. No. And I, I especially after we just saw it. Yeah. And like I guess I understand the thought behind it is like, oh, it's always a great match and people like yes. these are our big stars, but like sometimes you need lesser big stars. <laughs> like, you need to you need to push people. The issue with AEW that I have, because um, I don't really have anything to say a- about this match, really, outside of Hook and Matt Jackson had a really fun spot with the Locomotion Northern yes. Lights. Mm-hmm. Um, Hook looked really good in this. That's what I was going to mention, is is Hook. I, I know I mentioned it while we were watching it. I'm glad that they're putting him in situations where he is doing more. I think... Having him do squash matches for the first, like, however long Mm -hmm. was good to establish his strength and his power and his his, wrestling ability, dominance and wrestling ability. Yes. But now seeing him grow from that is great. Mm -hmm. And I think that he he really has it. And he I think is going to go really far. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that. And I think they're learning from the Jade Cargill and Wardlow experiments of squash matches. Yeah. They're good to a point. Mm-hmm. Then you have to go somewhere with it. I miss Wardlow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He'll be back soon, I think. I hope. Maybe. I hope so. Maybe. Please bring him back. <laughs> Tony, please. <laughs> but um, the one thing I will say is like. They need to start featuring some of their younger guys. Mm-hmm. FTR, yes, they have a four-year contract, I think it is. Right. Cash might be in jail for it. Um, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, yeah. Um, you said might. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I did say might. I covered my ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not slander. Um, hey, listen, he did what he did. Yeah. I don't... Or didn't do. Or didn't do. There it is. Um, somebody thinks he did something. Somebody somebody alleges something about something, and something happened. Well, he knows what he did, or yeah. didn't do. Yes. So... So, FTR is not going to be around forever. Right. The bucks are slowing down. Yes. You can't rely on the Hardys anymore. Right. You... You, you gotta build some people here. Yeah, because it's like, what happens when they all go down within one to two years, and you have no tag teams that anybody gives one fuck about? You're, you're like, starting all the way back at the beginning again. And you can't do that and with a product was, that's been out for so long. This company was so 
stall like was such a big stalwart of tag team wrestling. They right. wanted to make sure that that was a forefront. Yeah. Well, then let's make tag team wrestling a forefront. Yeah. Throw some people together. Like throw them all together. Like just throw some people together. See what works. See yeah. what sticks. Does this gimmick stick? Are they good together? Right. If they are, can we come up with a gimmick that fits them? Like, yeah. This is where dark sh- like um, house shows are really important. Yes. Trying new things, fitting mm-hmm. people together, right. seeing the chemistries. Yeah. That's where house shows are super important. Where, like, even you don't have to do the five days a week that WWE does. No. But do a couple. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not working collision, work a house show. Right. Like, there's there's ways around it. And I think that they need to start doing stuff like that. And, I agree. And I, like, you have guys that have come up, like, um, I only know them as Bear Country. They have a new oh, name, yeah, uh, yeah. the Iron Savages, I think, or something oh like my. that. Oh my! Um, but it's like Bronson and Boulder. Yeah, they they've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. You have um, you have the Workhorsemen, which is uh, JD Drake and Anthony Green. They yeah. just wrestled on Collision a couple weeks ago. You could like, take Dark Order and do something different and better with them. Yeah, like that too. <laughs> like I yeah. would. Lo- they're in Ring of Honor. They're kind of doing their thing down there. Mm, um, fair enough. But like you, you have things that you can do. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, no. Uh, the Young Bucks get a future title shot. It's going to be on Title Tuesday. Mm-hmm. There's a Tuesday Dynamite, not this coming week. The week after, October 10th. Yes, it's uh, Title Tuesday. So we get to have uh, potentially a debut on top Mercedes Monet. Her, her and Mariah May, I think, make complete sense to debut on that show. She was in stardom. We oh, haven't seen a lot right, of her. right, right. Yeah. I have heard that, though. Yeah. Um, I think it would be great. I really, really, really want to see Mercedes Monet in AEW. I think that she could take the women's division up 10 fucking notches. Yeah, no, I, she would be a massive get. Yes. Like, in-ring-wise massive get. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I want to see her versus Willow I, yep. again. I want to see her versus Soraya mm-hmm. again. I want to see her versus Tony Storm. I want to see her yeah. versus Jamie fucking Hater. Oh, my like, God. Like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> which is a shocking revelation from you because you did not like Jamie Hater I did. at all. All I know when she first came in, I and know. now she is like really grown on you. She has, yeah. Um, but like even a, a Monet versus Athena, Monet oh versus Billy Starks, a, yes. a like Mercedes Martinez, like yeah. the Battle of Mercedes. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's so, so much many. you could do, and I think that so many of the younger women could learn from her. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. She'd be a massive, massive help in the back. Yeah. Um, next we have one of your favorite boys, Swerve Strickland. My boy! Versus Hangman Adam Page. Not my boy. You like him. He's fine, but he's always feuding with people I like way better than him. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this match started slow. It did, but then it... It Ooh, it picked picked up. up. It Mm -hmm. kicked up. It sure did. Once they flipped the roles. Yeah. Once they flipped Hangman to being heel and Swerve to being babyface, yeah. and Hangman stopped trying to play to the crowd mm-hmm. as a babyface, it yeah. worked. <laughs> the crowd was like, "Not you." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wrong one. I mean, the whole crowd was doing the na na dance. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, I it took them a while 
But once they were able to get it going the other way, yeah. uh, people were fucking in it. Yeah. and That like, city loves Swerve. Hey, whose house? <laughs> Swerve's house. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like... Um, Paige had like the early advantage. He was working on Swerve's hand after mm-hmm. he stabbed it with a pen. Yep. Um, was working that over, and then Swerve started working on the right arm and elbow mm-hmm. of Hangman Adam Page to limit the buckshot. Right. And this was a crazy spot with those guys where what did oh Swerve snapped the snapped the arm to like mimic breaking it? Mm-hmm. Penta does this a lot in Lucha Underground. You'll yep. see it. Um, but at that point, you know, Paige is like calling the dock over, and then Swerve hits a massive Swerve stomp to the apron. Yes, uh, brutal. Um, and then like towards the end of the match, he just kicks the shit out of hangman page twice and then hits the jml driver to win yep um <laughs> it like they were like concussion heavy shots yeah like it was brutal but swerve gets the win in seattle in front mm-hmm. of his hometown nana gets to dance yeah it's great I love- there was there was a really fun spot with Nana too when Paige is selling on the outside mm-hmm. and the doc is there and Nana just dances past the camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love him and I love him with Swerve, honestly. Yes. Like I think sometimes the um the sillier managers annoy me, but for some reason Like Sanjay Dutt. No, you oh, also love, I love him, him too. It's I think hmm. You don't you don't hate silly managers. They're not maybe too much I don't. for you. Maybe they're not. No. I feel like I do. No. But I think maybe the ones that I like do it just so well. Mm, you know? Fair enough. Like Sanjay is annoying, but like very funny about but it. But entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Um Alex, Nana. Oh the Alex hype man. is not funny or he's just hype. <laughs> He's not a funny manager. He's so serious about what he does and his boys. Those boys are his sons. Listen. (laughs) For real. Yeah. He's like... He's like the... um, He's like the teacher that all the foreign exchange students go to. Yes. Because they're like, hey, we know you teach Spanish too. You can hear us. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He's the English as a second language teacher. He's the ESL teacher. And he he gets so hype, but that doesn't make him like a joke manager to me. Mm. Like he just gets so excited. Yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. Like he's like, um, he's like a soccer mom or a football mom who's like so in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've lived with that. Yeah, I know that mom exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like a Sanjay Dutt or a Nana, like those are the types of jokey, yeah, managers I'm talking about. But he, I don't know. I love his promos. I just love, I love his whole thing, his whole vibe. It's good, and it's a good contrast to the seriousness of Swerve. Of Swerve, yeah. yeah. No, they they play very well off of each other. Yeah. Like very very well off of each mm-hmm. other. Um, big needed win for Swerve. Oh yeah. Um, I would like to see him go for the AEW title. I would love that. I think I him and MJF would have a great feud. Yes, they would. Um, because he's made comments about wanting to be the first black mm-hmm. AEW champion. And he should be. Yeah, I, I mean, the only other one that I would have a caveat for would be Keith Lee. Yeah. And that's just because I want to see him as a dominant heel. Mm-hmm. Like, not even like heel, just like, I am here to destroy you. 
yeah. and then destroys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um I think Swerve is sort of finally coming into his own as a single mm-hmm. in this company. I think what they were doing in the beginning with him and Keith Lee was great and then yes. their feud was great. Um, uh, I wouldn't say well, great. no, it was it a, was a feud. It was a feud. Yeah. I meant more like he had something to do. Yeah, like it was great for him. He had something to do, That's but then true. he kind of got fell lost. Off. Yeah, he fell off. Yeah, he was on rampage. Like, right, dark. And yeah, stuff and like it's that like he's point. so much better than yeah. being on your smallest shows. Yep. Um, so it's really nice to see him finally come up and have these more important matches and feuds i agree um, I, I i love swerve he's I'm, fantastic i'm very happy about swerve uh getting the recognition now that he so desperately deserves because like y- you'll see him in in lucha underground i kill cannot shot, wait and I it is wait. so nice like it's so refreshing it's oh, so good i can't wait um so then we have ricky stark's uh facing wheeler utah and this is when john moxley turned wrestle dream into john moxley's wet dream (laughs) because this man on commentary was great he did it for the claudio match earlier Mm -hmm. and i heard some of it and he got yelled at and fined i guess quote unquote for cursing on uh the broadcast oh no so (laughs) yeah the company that allows people to do everything yeah um but so then he he, instead of uh not doing it just covers his microphone yeah and then starts screaming kick his fucking head in just beat that son of a bitch (laughs) and it's like the other commentators like we can we can still pick you up (laughs) <laughs> you know that right and then they're like there's a cough button down there if you do yeah. <laughs> so um so john moxley took over this match mm-hmm. but re- these two had a really hard spot because they just followed that match yeah this match had really no build no real point of yeah, being on here that they could have cut this match they definitely could have i but, think they're just trying to do something with ricky starks yeah which i appreciate because i feel like he is someone who is in something for a while and then gets completely forgotten about yes and then oh here he is again and then he's completely forgotten about so like i think think collision is his show i think collision is going to be his show and like the thing i do like is like collision has like this little soft brand split kind of thing where Mm -hmm. it's like miro's not wrestling on dynamite right but he's wrestling on on collision yeah um the same with like it looks like thunder rosa will have that kind of deal when she ever comes back Mm -hmm. um and and so it's nice However, I I think that this match should have been built up more if it was going to happen. I agree. Or just do it on Dynamite. Yeah. I like that Ricky Starks has a pay-per-view win, though, mm-hmm. which is nice because he beats Wheeler Yuta with the Rochambeau. Yep. And it, it was good. It was a good match. Um, it was just overshadowed by John Moxley commentary. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... and I think that these two have good chemistry. It's just they were put in a horrible spot because this crowd did not care. That's true. But, like, I I enjoyed the match. I thought it was good. I think they're both really talented. Um, and I guess this is sort of one of those examples where I'm like, I don't know if I care about the crowd. Like, I guess I yeah, do. I'm do noticing. I'm noticing that I do more than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. But like in this match, I was really in it. I really liked it. 
I wasn't as much in it. Yeah. Like, just because, like, I was... I was not i didn't really care yeah like i love ricky starks i love wheeler yuda mm-hmm. i love them both i just didn't care yeah like and and you gotta make me care you gotta yeah. make me care and like even in the match like even if it's a a, a cold match that doesn't need to even be there mm-hmm. and they put on a, a, an absolute master class cool yeah. i'm in yeah. you got me mm-hmm. but I, I just don't think that these guys reach that level that's which fair. sucks because like I feel like the only reason I was in it was to hear what John Moxley was going to say next. That's fair. And yeah. and for me it was just like he he was entertaining but he entertained too much. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of like um He overshadowed. Yeah. He overshadowed him. Mm-hmm. Um but the next match. My match of the night. Yes. <laughs> it is the match of the night. Yeah, it was yes. Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Oh, Zack Saber Jr. <laughs> Fantastic match. F- there, there was no getting around it. It was gonna be, it was gonna be close to perfect. This match, they didn't throw a punch. Yeah. for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. There were no, sh- there was not a lot of strikes. Nope. There was not a lot of like moves no it was wrestling yeah this was wrestling yep this was you are training in a dojo wrestling this was an absolute clinic mm-hmm. of pure pro- professional wrestling yeah it was these great. two worked an absolute mat classic mm-hmm. they were doing submissions they were doing like they were trash talking each other yeah. towards the end. The the shots that were being delivered. Yep. John Moxley in this match added so much. Yeah. Because he was talking about how technically things work and like right. giving actual analysis. And mm-hmm. this was the one match where I was so happy to have Jr. Yeah. Jr. was great. Mm-hmm. He I and, agree. He and Moxley were feeding off of each other. Yep. They were talking about like how Danielson is a little bit older and mm-hmm. Zach and like there was one point where like Moxley was like Zach Saber Jr. is a much more offensive grappler whereas brian is more reactionary so he's going to lure you in and react to what you do Mm -hmm. and he's going to let himself get put into a submission to try to get out of it and find another way to beat you right whereas zach is like no i'm just going to beat you this way yep and these guys you i can't even tell you all of the holds that they did no there was just they just did so much and it went like 30 minutes Mm mm-hmm absolute amazing match yeah this i'm i'm i i I, i'm gonna do something with you here in the middle Uh of the show okay this might be my match of the year whoa and i have here the highest rated matches of this year okay and now i'm gonna play a game with you of was it better okay was this match better Okay. Then the matches I'm going to list off. These are all the five plus star matches as as awarded by Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Okay. Was this match better than Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson uh, facing Pac, Penta El Cerro Miedo, and Ray Phoenix in Escalera de la Muerte? Yes. Was this match better than (laughs) uh, 
AEW Revolution Hangman Page versus John Moxley in the Texas Death Match. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was this match better than Kenny Omega versus El Io Del Vikingo from Dynamite? Yes. Was this match better than <laughs> WrestleMania Night One, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeating Jimmy and Jay Uso? Ooh. Hmm. For me, yes. I hmm. Based on the match content, yes. But yes, it's, when it's you factor match purely, it's match okay. purely. So not when you factor in the whole story. No, mm, it is yes. the straight up yeah, match. Then yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. WrestleMania 39 Night 2, the Intercontinental Triple Threat, Gunter versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Yes. I, th- I feel like that's way too low rated. That only has five stars. It doesn't have more than five stars. That's rude. <laughs> um, was this better than Anarchy in the Arena from this year? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I weren't as high on that yeah. one. Uh, that match we did not see. That match we did see we did see tanahashi <laughs> okada and ishii versus claudio castagnoli john moxley and shota umino Ooh, was this match better that match got five stars i don't know okay. i don't know if it was better okay was this better than brian danielson versus ricky starks in the strap match Oh, that was a good match. That was a good that match. That was a really good match. That's not even close to the top match of the year. Really? Yes. Oh, just wait. You're going to have a really hard time. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I do believe it was better, yes. Okay. Was this match better than Takeshita versus Omega? I think so. Yes, I think, I think so, so, yeah. Uh, was this better than... Da, 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 da. There's a couple matches on here we haven't seen. FTR versus the Bang Bang Gang. Two out of three falls from Collision. That 57-minute match. Please remind me of who the Bang Bang Gang is. Juice Robinson, Jay White. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, that was a really good match. That was a really good match. That match got five and a quarter stars. Five and a, how? Out of five. five oh, okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was like, I thought you said it was out of five. Yeah. Uh, was it better? Yes, I think it was okay. for me. Yes. Naito versus Okada from the G1 Climax. Yes. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, MJF versus Danielson 60 minute Iron Man match. That was rated five and three yeah, quarter no, star. I don't think it was better for me. Really? Yes. This was better for me. That makes sense. Um, Okay, so you're you're giving this about a five and a half star rating. I mean, I guess when it based when off it, of this based rating, off of that, yeah. but I I think probably if you keep going, I don't think this is gonna beat the match. This oh, ma- the next, next match, yeah, uh, from Forbidden Door, Osprey Omega. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I think this beats it for me. No, not for me. Mm-mm. Um. The only one that the the top match of the year right now, according mm-hmm. to Dave Meltzer. Okay. Omega Osprey Wrestle Kingdom 17. The first Omega Osprey. Oh, okay. That's the only one that I think beats yeah. this match out for me. Yeah, fair. But this match was amazing. Yes. I loved every minute. I thought it was the absolute perfect res- wrestling match. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was so good. Yeah, and you're and it's odd because like as much as you love like 
you don't love Zack Sabre Jr. as much as I do. Not like, as much as you do, but I, I think he's incredible. Okay. Like, I, I, I think he's so good. I didn't think you liked him as much oh, as Oh, yeah. That. No, no, no. I love him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that this was going to hit as hard for you as it did for it me. It did. Yeah. Okay. Good, 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 yeah. good. Next, we have the Don Callis family <laughs> defeating the Golden Lovers and Chris Jericho. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy, Will Ospreay. Yes. Uh, involved in a uh, trios match with Kenny Omega. Yes. Kota Ibushi. We got Murder Ibushi. We did. We got... <laughs> he killed Sammy Guevara. Oh, my God. <laughs> he killed him. Yes. There's still something that's not completely right with Ibushi yet. Like, mm-hmm. you have not seen peak Ibushi yet. Okay. Um, I need to show you some some stuff. I'm, I'm ready and willing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... This match was fine. This was hard to follow. It was. This match yeah. was in a tough spot. I, yeah. But the crowd was hot. Crowd it was, was hot. yeah. It was a fun match. It was. I liked it. Just, you're not following Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson. No. no, you can't. Would you, even with Adam Copeland, mm-hmm. would you have put Danielson Sabre in the main event? Or would you have still made Adam Copeland the main event? I think he needed to be the main event. Okay. I think he's so huge that yeah. it's it's impossible not to. Um, I think the match was 1,000% more worthy yeah. of being the main event. Yeah. But... that's That's been the debate that I've seen. You gotta do what you gotta do. Like, the debate I've seen online is that, like... The match was better, mm-hmm. but the moment was bigger. Yeah, it, it, 100%. And, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, this match, there wasn't, I I wasn't able to pay attention as much to this match because I was still reveling yeah, in the fair. match before. Mm-hmm. Um, Osprey, uh, Osprey looked like he might have been like working a little bit, like maybe jet lagged. Yeah. He was a little <laughs> off. He was. It wasn't his finest moment. No. Like it wasn't a bad match. No, it was. It was good. It was good. It was just good. Yeah. Yeah. And you um, know, not every single match has to be incredible, amazing, perfect. Um, it was good. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. I mean, we saw the uh, Golden Star Moon Salts mm-hmm. from Omega and Ibushi. Yep. And then Jericho hit the biggest Lion Salt. Yes. In like the last decade, he popped. So high. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. (laughs) And then Sammy Guevara hits him with a Spanish fly Mm -hmm. later in the match. Um, Yeah, like, Abushi was was getting there. I think he has to get some of that ring rust off of him. Probably, yeah. He's still a little rusty, I think. Mm -hmm. But he's he's getting there. And then um, we are getting Guevara and Takeshita versus Omega and uh, Jericho on Dynamite this week. Yeah, which will be good. That'll be a good match. Um... Yeah, so not a, not a whole lot uh, to really talk about with that one. Like, it is what it is. Callus helped them win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was what you thought it would be. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's right. I, this match was so forgotten about by the end of the night. FTR versus Aussie Open. Yes. <laughs> I didn't like it. I also did not love it. I thought it, I thought it was good. Yeah. But... At this point, 
I was ready for the main event. Me too. I was tired. I was like, how this many is, matches are on this card? This is 1130 at night yes. by the time this match ended. Yeah. Like, it was like, how many matches are happening? There's too many. It was a match card. Yeah, that's too many yeah. for a Sunday night. For a Sunday night, Tony, yes. too many. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why he did it on the Sunday night. It was the exact one year. Like I, I get, I and get it. And that's fine. And you can't really do Saturday night pay per views anymore because you have Collision. Yeah. Well, they fucked that up. Yeah. Like <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate it so much. Because like Sunday, I I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah. But I, the one thing I will say is like Aussie Open. Every time I see them wrestle, they make me love them more. Oh my god, they're and so Kyle good. And Kyle Fletcher is incredible like i could see if mark davis like gets injured mm-hmm. massive singles run for kyle fletcher and same for mark davis i think that he can have a really good singles run without yeah. kyle fletcher i i agree i, I think, think they're, they're both very good i agree mm-hmm. and i think when i saw them first like maybe a year year and a half ago i was like who are these guys <laughs> yeah you were very confused <laughs> yeah i was like okay they're like they're they're my boys boys that's what you call them all the time yeah they're, they're still my boys, boys boys yep and uh i was like who who are they and you were like no they're great like they've been together forever and i'm yeah. like they don't look old enough to even be together for that long kyle fletcher exclusively well, yes <laughs> one of them does but um mark davis looks way older than he is yeah I, how, how old do you think he is? He's like 33, I think. No way. I think that's what we... Yeah, because oh. we looked it up the other day, remember? No. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. Keep, go ahead and keep going. Oh, Mark. Keep going with your um, thought. Yeah, so my thought. I was like, who are these guys? Like, where did they come from? They just felt to me like something that could remain an afterthought. Um, I don't... I didn't know anything about them prior to that. Right. But... Then I sort of never saw them again until they came to AEW. So yeah, because we didn't really watch New Japan last year, and yeah, like we haven't true. kept up with New Japan lately, which we should. We should. Yeah, especially but, um, because Osprey and Yota Suji apparently had a fucking banger. At which yes, yeah. I need to see that. Um, so Mark Davis, mm-hmm. I'm going to read his age, and then I'm going to show you a picture from four years ago. Oh no! And you tell me if this is the same man oh, because no. it doesn't look. <laughs> oh, it. Mark. Mark is 33 years old. Okay, he's three years older than me. Yeah. This is his picture. <gasps> oh, he's kind of cute. <laughs> why does he look like that? AKA now. Like, yeah. why, does he, why did he do that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Oh, oh no. Yeah. No mustache, Mark. It's a choice. It, it's Grow the choice. beard. Yeah. Grow the beard. Get yeah. rid of the mustache, grow a beard. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so FTR, <laughs> FTR and Aussie Open, they work well together. Mm-hmm. I think that they, I think that they were really hampered by the time. Number yeah, one, definitely, and by the matches ahead of them. Yep. And the match following them. Yes. Because there were rumors circulating for like the last two to three weeks mm-hmm. that Edge was coming to AEW. Right. The rumors picked up this weekend when he was removed from the internal roster of WWE, according to Mm fightful.com. Then there were rumors that he was in Seattle. Yeah. So everybody was ready for the main event. Um, I am ready for the main event. Let's talk about it. Hell yeah. Christian cage versus Darby Allen. Two out of three falls for the TNT title. This yes. match was very good. Oh, it was so good. I really liked it. Darby Allen, 
Good God, your back can only take so much. Uh, yeah, but also your face can only take so much. He immediately, was bleeding immediately bleeding. He, he was like, all right, fuck you, John. And then he busted himself open before yes. the match, and he's like, ha ha, I, I win. Think, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it happened when he uh, smashed his, it was skateboard his skateboard yeah. On, yeah, on the steps. Somebody it, like, somebody slowed back. it down. Um, somebody slowed it down. One of his trucks caught oh, him. Oh, I knew from it. Like skateboard. it bounced back yep. in his face. Um, yeah. So he was immediately bleeding. Yep. Looked very badass. Yep. Um, but the match was so good. The match was really good. Um, I mean, they they started off. Uh, like kind of working a normal match which mm-hmm. i was not expecting either yeah like i was expecting it to kind of be full bore like drop kick and right. a, a tope like a low pay suicida that mm-hmm. darby hits at a billion miles an hour <laughs> yes um but yeah so like they um they exchange finishers um uh, darby tries to go for the coffin splash christian tries to go for the kill switch mm-hmm. neither of them hit um but yeah, and then out of nowhere, like three or four minutes in, Darby pulls the turtleneck up over Christian's head yep. and pins him yeah. for the first fall mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. And no sting at ringside, no Luchasaurus, no Nick Wayne, yeah, nothing. Which I liked. I, 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 I loved it. I loved the lack of shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> um, so then Christian Cage kind of regroups himself and then starts flirting with Nick Wayne's mom. Yep. Who we, I don't think we know her name. Mm, I think it's Nick Wayne's mom. It's Nick Wayne's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so he starts flirting with her and he starts beating the shit out of Darby and yep. then goes back to flirting with her. Mm-hmm. And then she throws a glass of water in his face. Yes. As she like kind of entices him to come closer. Like yep. she kind of plays the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Throws some water in his face. And then Darby hits his bullet. Yep. Which is that's what I'm calling it now. Yeah. It's called the bullet. That's fair. He hits a suicide dive at breakneck speed. Yes. Um, and then uh, they they continue fighting for some more, and then Christian does this thing where he <laughs> sets up the steps facing the apron. Yep. And then he drops Darby on the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because he didn't have the strength to throw him onto the steps, so then he body slams Darby onto the actual step part of the steel steps and then he takes him up onto the apron and then chucks (laughs) him onto it again yes and it's like god damn it (laughs) so then darby gets counted out for the second fall yep christian brings him back in for the third fall Mm -hmm. Um, after hitting a frog splash to the stretcher that darby was being stretched out on (laughs) uh there was no give no Um, no so then Christian hits the kill switch on the now exposed wooden planks of the ring. Yes. Darby kicks out. I yeah, that was. Cr- I was like, I've never seen anybody. I never seen yeah. what the bottom of that looked like. Now you know. Now I know. Now it's you just kn- wood. It's just wood. I didn't know it was just wood. I, it's just wood. I mean, I guess what else would it be? I told you. I've told you what it was. It That's is true. metal beams underneath. There's metal beams underneath that wood, and then just wood. That's crazy. And then a little bit of the padding they had in AEW, we did not have that padding. That's that crazy is way to me. more padding than we ever had. Yeah, which still it wasn't not that much. <laughs> no, it, no, but it was a lot more. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that was some thick ass padding. Yeah, we did not have that. I, you could not pay me to jump off the top rope onto so, that. So to explain the wrestling ring that I was in, mm-hmm. 
Um, do you remember those little foam tile puzzle pieces that you yes. would play with in like kindergarten? Yeah. Yeah, two layers of that. Oh, cool. That is it. Nice. Yeah. It's <laughs> but the ring bounced a lot. Uh-huh. So, it, so it, at least there's it that. was super it, like, bump friendly. Yeah, like I loved some wrestling in that ring. It yeah, no, you could not pay me to fall down on that. <laughs> I I don't like falling in general. Yeah. But no. To intentionally fall on something that will definitely hurt me, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Christian uh, puts Darby up on the top. Um, Darby fights off, tries to go for a coffin drop. Christian stops him. Mm-hmm. And then Darby uh, Darby is up on the top, and Christian Christian hit the sunset flip power bomb, right? Yes. Or, did, or was that Darby? Darby hit it to Christian. Okay. Darby yeah. hit the power bomb to Christian. Um, and then Christian gets up and he goes for a spear, but hits Bryce Ramsberg. Yes. Takes him completely out. <laughs> he gets speared onto the softest part of that ring yep. at that point. Yep. <laughs> um, and then um, how the hell did Christian win now? Um, I'm trying to see. Da, da, da. Oh, that's right, Nick Wayne. This is where Nick yes. Wayne comes out. Yep. Because Nick Wayne comes out, and uh, Darby hands him the TNT title, mm-hmm. and Nick Wayne turns around and clocks Darby. Yeah, he did. He cracked him. Yeah. Like you could hear it hit, and then yep. he goes over and he hugs Christian, mm-hmm. who gets the referee for the one, two, three. Christian retains. Nick Wayne's mom is shocked. Yep. <laughs> And, She's so disappointed. And then we start the beatdown. Yep. Luchasaur or uh, Sting comes out to to Darby's rescue. Yep. And then Luchasaurus comes out, and the three on two begins. Yep. And then Christian goes out and grabs the two chairs for the concerto. Yep. Sets up Sting for the concerto, and then we black out the arena. <gasps> What's gonna happen? We see a video. Up on the screen, there's a man in tight ass black jeans. Uh, <laughs> Can only be one ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no ass. I know. It's Edge. <laughs> um, they named and, him that for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, leather jacket and all gets into mm-hmm. a um, gets into a really nice. I think it was an Impala. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I know. don't know car things, but. I, I went back. I've watched this video like four times. Today. I'm not surprised. So on the highway, it mm-hmm. says rated R. Oh, it does. Yes. Mm. And the one thing I really like is the fireworks. It looks like from when he returned at the Royal Rumble Oh. in the distance at a stadium. So huh. he's driving, and I also see a two-lane blacktop, mm-hmm. which I pointed out to you. Yeah, you did. It's a Need for Speed song by Rob Zombie called mm-hmm. Loot Two Lane Blacktop. Yeah. And then cut back to the arena. You think you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. I was not expecting Metalingus. Yeah. Like I, I, I thought I thought maybe because mm-hmm. it's a it's an actual Alter Bridge song. Yeah. Um but they got the You Think You Know Me. I'm yep. shocked that wasn't trademarked. Me either because it's so iconic. It started even his Rob Zombie theme, theme song of Never Gonna Stop. Yeah. It started with You Think You Know Me. Yeah. Like, like it's... It's it's iconic. Iconic. <laughs> and 
the the smoke hits mm-hmm. and i was listening to a podcast today uh post wrestling's podcast of it there's a guy there and he said about 30 percent of the arena knew oh so like 70 percent of the people there did not know it was edge that's crazy that was coming out oh my god until the video package aired really yes he said the guy next to me had no clue how i some people don't He's live on the Christian. internet. Yeah. yeah, but still. Yeah, but like if you don't know, if you're not part of it, like the I reason you true. know, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't know true. none of this I shit. Know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like, but then Edge comes out, mm-hmm. massive pop. Oh my god, it was crazy. Massive, as it should be. Yes. Um. Rated our superstar, baby. Yeah, and he got to keep that. Yeah, he did. Like, he got to keep the rated R superstar, mm-hmm. or the rated R superstar, as Taz said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Edge comes out, takes the chair from Christian, mm-hmm. and then kills Nick Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a chair shot. Fucking throws it, him. Throws it at Luchasaurus. Yep. Hits a big spear on Luchasaurus, mm-hmm. and then spears Nick Wayne out of his boots. Yes. And now we are going into the age of Adam Copeland, the rated R superstar, Metalingus himself. Hell yeah. He is in AEW. He's all elite. At midnight, I was jumping up and down. Yep. I was very <laughs> happy. Like, yeah. I was. I knew the rumors, but I didn't think it was actually going to happen. Yeah. And I thought a WWE deal was going to come in at the 11th hour. Right. Because how? why wouldn't you? Right. I did see... Um, his statement, though, that I think he made. I was on, gonna on get to that. Yeah, yeah, and I, it, was, it I makes have sense. it pulled up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he pretty. Er, I don't have it completely pulled up, but he pretty much says um, that him and WWE. He was thankful for the twenty five mm-hmm. years that he was there, um, and that pretty much they just ran their course like yeah. some relationships do. Yep, he's like they didn't have much for me. I wanted something new. Yeah, so I figured, fuck it, let's go. And he's pretty much saying, like, why do we have to be tribalists? Mm-hmm. I love WWE. I love wrestling. Yeah. Let's w- let wrestling be wrestling. Who cares what you like? Who cares if it's good or bad? For mm-hmm. you, it's good to somebody. Right. And so, you know what? At this point, just enjoy it. Um, so, there are some trademarks that Edge has made. This was 25 oh. minutes ago as I was about to f- okay. try and find this statement. Um, so Edge has filed for, or Adam Copeland, excuse me, I got to get used to that. (laughs) Adam Copeland has filed several trademarks, um, including the Iconoclast. Okay. Legend with L-E-D-G-E-N-D. Okay. So Edge Edge in Legend. Legend. Um, The Rogue Mm -hmm. and Cope. Oh. Um, so there was He should also trademark the Rated R Superstar. Uh, there are no current filings for Rated R Superstar. I just said Superstar, didn't I? I don't know, but I'm going to pretend R you superstar. did. <laughs> um, but WWE holds an active trademark for Edge. Mm-hmm. And there is a trademark for Edge and Christian that oh. was abandoned by WWE in 2003. Interesting. So he could get Edge and Christian. He could. I don't know why you'd want to. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to go by Edge. Yeah, correct. Um, I, I was very excited. And I think I see the most potential in this is their biggest signing it is of all time yes a hundred absolutely but i think for me 
watching people leave WWE and come into AEW when they're older. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it makes me nervous sometimes. So no, I agree with you because yeah. WCW did the same thing with aging WWE guys, right. with like Hogan, Nash, Hall. yeah, and especially when they're such huge, huge, huge stars yeah. like Adam Copeland. It's there's the expectation of what they are, obviously, yep. but I think there's also the potential to put them at the absolute forefront when you need to be building up your roster. Correct. However. I don't see that being a problem with him because he was working really well with the younger people in AEW. Correct. I so agree he with was, you. So he was in Judgment Day. Yep. Um, and he None worked. of those guys were younger. No, but they're they're more up and coming than I don't, some other people. Finn Balor is literally five years younger than him. Okay, but like... Damien Priest is seven. Well, I don't mean like younger, younger. <laughs> but age I'm saying, wise. I'm, I'm saying like, I'm sa- like, I get what you're saying. It's just like, I think he has more. I think he has more opportunity to do good in AEW. Yeah, I think because he has the roster the, is younger, and I think he has the ability to work with people who are not a Christian, a Triple H, or something like that. You know what right. I mean? No, I agree. Where with you. I don't always see that with the older people that they bring in. Yeah, CM Punk. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, he was looking for his next huge thing, but I mean, you, you need to you need to work with the less experienced people. Yeah, and I mean you look at a um like even a Dustin Rhodes, mm-hmm. like he was working with Keith Lee who wasn't younger, but right. like he was he's still training Brock Anderson, mm-hmm. Lee Moriarty, yeah, Lee and Johnson. Yeah, um, and that's kind but, of what I mean is like you need to be able to have a storyline with somebody who's less right. experienced than you. Well, and I'm saying like even a Brian Danielson, what did he do? Took in Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. What did Jericho do? Took in Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia. Yeah, a whole mess of people. Yeah, like, then you look at um, a Sting, mm-hmm. Darby Allen. Yeah. And, like, you and I were talking about right before we went to bed last night, that was the night of Nick Wayne's life. Yes. He got to work with WWE Hall of... Future WWE Hall of Famer Sting. Yeah. He got to work with WWE Hall of Famer in Edge. Yep. He got to work with one of his idols, Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. He got to work with Luchasaurus. Yeah. He got to work with Christian Cage. Yeah. He got to work with five, like, four legends and one up-and-comer. Right. Yeah. And he's 18. Yeah. And it's it's just going to continue. <laughs> right. Like... He's under the best learning tree he could be right now. He's going to be... A star. Insane. He's going to be a star. Like, he already has incredible talent. Yes. So if you build on that, how can you build on that? I don't know, but they're gonna. Yeah. And then his promos are going to get even better, and he's he's going to be the future. So... I want to jump into the media scrum that they had after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Brian. These are um, all typed up by Post Wrestling. I am just literally reading them off. Thanks, uh, Post. <laughs> so Brian Danielson was the first one, and he stated that just because he got the win over Zack Sabre Jr. does not mean he's convinced that he's the best technical wrestler in the world. Danielson added mm. that he was in all of what Sabre Jr. did uh, in the ring. He he preys on independent talent Brian Keith for his performance on Rampage against Hangman Adam Page. That was the um, the one guy on the For the Culture show Mm. in GCW with uh, the poncho, the Mexican poncho, and the sombrero, Uh the black guy. Yeah, Brian Keith is really good, and they're they're pushing to sign him. Oh, great! Um, 
When asked about the idea of Brie Bella competing for AEW, he says Brie is the boss of their family, and if she wants to return to the ring, she'll make it happen. I don't think she'll ever come into AEW. Yeah. And that was it for him. Uh, Updates on Darby Allin. Darby Allin is going to the hospital to get checked up on following the main event of uh, Wrestle Dream. He's still planning to climb Mount Everest and has a meeting about it uh, today earlier today fuck yeah darby um he discussed filming the vignette for adam uh copeland's AEW debut the fireworks that went off during the vignette was not planned oh and those came from when the mariners won a home game at t-mobile park <laughs> oh shit okay um alan cool. alan chatted with copeland when they filmed the vignette and told him he wants to pick his brain copeland responded to alan and told him he's not one of those back in my day veterans who tries to force information on the talent yep um, Alan confirms he was bleeding from his cheek because he bounced his skateboard <laughs> off his face while getting hyped for the match. So dumb. Jericho and Omega. Um, Jericho I would feel like an idiot. Oh, me too. <laughs> I, I feel would, like I, I can't feel believe like I fucking did that. Big old dummy. Um, <laughs> Jericho states that him and Omega uh, have talked about tagging for a while, so he trademarked the Golden Jets name. Ooh, that's cute. Um, Omega sh- Omega shared the positive interaction he had with Adam Copeland following his AEW debut. Okay. And then they announced the Jericho and Omega versus Guevara Takeshita match. Mm. Swerve was part of this. I have a question. I have an answer. Do they usually do these? Um, After every pay-per-view. That's not what I was going to ask. <laughs> in character? No. Okay. Most of the time, it's not in character. Okay. It's like it's like a half and half. It's Got like it. half kayfabe, half real. Gotcha. That, um, that was my question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Thank you. Um, so then they have Swerve Strickland, who uh, tells Tony Khan, uh, or who feels Tony Khan laid out the red carpet for him since he arrived at AEW. Um, I'm glad Tony, he feels that way. Tony added that when Strickland debuted, Chris Jericho thought Strickland looked cool and wanted to know more about him. He does look cool. Yeah. Who doesn't want to know more about him? True. Tell us about yourself, Swerve. <laughs> Swerve touched on the line about becoming the first AEW world champion and what that representation means, along with what he can do and or does to attract more black viewership. Yeah. Which is a big thing. Like, you know, Absolutely. you want to you want to watch something that has people that you relate to on it. Absolutely. You know? I, I, I get that. Yeah, I think I think representation is so important in every single aspect of media. Yep. And I think that they are doing a really good job at building that. I think that it could Outside definitely of women. Well, they're, they're women's. They do not build a women's division. That's true. But I think it's it's hard when you don't have many uh, examples. Fair enough. I guess. It shouldn't be, but I guess it is. But I think I think they could definitely do more, like having yeah. more more champions of color, um, because they have so much incredible talent. Yeah, like they no, have I agree. an entire pool of people to choose from. Um, but I I do think that they they put people of color in prominent spots, um, and that that's good at least. Yeah, and so no, I, I, they, I agree with that. Like I hope they continue. The, the whole thing is, is like, I understand the representation um, thing. It's just like also timing, like timing is everything. And it, is, and it sucks because like, I know you can fabricate timing to an extent, yeah. but you also can't control when somebody gets hot. Look at Kofi mania. Yeah. Like that's, that the, was, uh, that's the biggest thing. The I whole think. thing with Kofi mania with mm-hmm. everybody losing their mind over Kofi Kingston winning. Yeah. That was actually supposed to be Mustafa Ali. Right. 
And they just caught lightning in a bottle and ran with it. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that's what you need. And sometimes you can fabricate it. Sometimes like mm-hmm. I know wrestling is a scripted is a scripted medium, but, but like you can't script how people are going to react. No, exactly. And, and that, that's and that's, and that's my that's my point is yeah. like as much as I do agree with representation and mm-hmm. stuff like that and, and that people should be represented and there should be more representation. Yeah. You can't you cannot control reaction. Right. And you cannot control hype and and, yeah. and and heat and stuff like that but like, i think you can create better stories oh i can, agree with that 100%. you can create a situation that makes it more likely and i think that they should work on that i think um, all companies should i think everybody yeah, should oh, absolutely like um but I, I i agree with you like there are ways to be able to do it it's just yeah you can't control how people react yeah like that is the one thing like yeah i mean that's a huge factor in it yeah um, so then we go to Christian Cage, who was asked about Adam Copeland coming to AEW, mm-hmm. and he said he was surprised, but does not care. So <laughs> there, that's in character. Yeah. He's so like, Luchasaurus. Actually, I'm so happy my best friend is here. We're gonna get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so like Luchasaurus, uh, he also said is his only friend. So uh, okay, <laughs> okay, Christian. Uh, MJF said uh, that he, or he spoke highly of Adam Copeland. Um, MJF called him Edge, and Tony immediately said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> um, but he also said, "Oh, great, thanks, Tony, for another great signing and somebody that's going to immediately come for my belt." Yeah. Um, so <laughs> very true. Having fun with it. Um, and then Tony Khan had a solo scrum, and Cute. Um, he stated that Juice Robinson and the Guns are appearing on the uh, October 4th Dynamite. Cool. So there was that. I feel like there was some more with Adam Copeland, though, and that post-wrestling did not have. Because mm. um, I feel like I saw him saying something about happy to be there and, and, and shit like that. Like, I'm trying mm. to find it now. I apologize. I'm doing it on the fly. No, you're good. And I'm talking my way through it, so... Listen, sometimes that's what you got to do. Sometimes. Ah, here we go. Whoa, look at that. Um, oh, no, this was just the tweet. So Never that's mind. It. Um, <laughs> he didn't say anything. So, but. yeah, overall, I really enjoyed Wrestle Dream. I thought yeah. it was a fun, fun show. I thought so, too. I thought, again, another pay-per-view is a little bit unnecessary. But, <sighs> yeah, but if I it's going to be gonna... this caliber then i'm okay with it being unnecessary yeah i just i need to know ahead of time next time so that way i can put in for like a half day on monday yeah it was (laughs) it was a long night well and it sounds like they're upping their pay-per-view schedule so hooray yeah which i don't hate i really i think they have really good pay-per-views like i I hope that they do something where it's like um like kind of what wwe used to do with raw and smackdown Mm -hmm. collision has a pay-per-view yeah then dynamite has a pay-per-view yeah and then like they have like three or four big combined pay-per-views yeah i think that would be great like i don't i'm not saying do a full ass brand split but like something that highlights talent from both that don't appear on both right which like it's i think it's they're still trying to figure out what the split looks like for them i think so too yeah because like you you had a a semi split when you just had the two shows but now you have this third show and it's like people, rampage is kind of its own entity where it's like it it, it's a now. it's a meeting ground of like everybody kind of wrestles on rampage and that's my thing that's mm-hmm. what i'm sort of getting at is like there's many people who do two or all three yeah and like there's a few people who only do one 
And I think they just need to iron that out and figure out exactly what the plan is moving forward. Yeah, because you don't want to overexpose your talent either and have them on all three right. shows. Because then people are going to get tired of them. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a hard balance. It's Which I think hard. is kind of like what WWE is going through right now, where they had this, um, this draft, but then you have somebody like a Becky Lynch going... To NXT. And, exactly. And yeah. people are like, what was the draft for yeah i thought that this person was only going to be in this place like why did you do that then because vince mcmahon exactly (laughs) so so if you're gonna have things be split up and specific keep it that way yeah like tony (laughs) khan always uh, has always said that there is no true brand split yeah it's just what works better for people's schedules. And yeah, like, and that's you know fine. What? Be accommodating of your employee schedules. Yeah. Um, that's great. But, but like you need to have some sort of plan in place that yes. makes it make sense. Yes, I completely mm-hmm. and 100% agree. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, we have gone about 90 minutes, which is actually what I predicted on our Facebook page earlier. Wow, look at you. I know. So I'm- it's almost like we can choose how long we talk. No, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> no, because we could go another four hours. Oh, absolutely. Like, we could just talk about everything. Everything. But with that being said, um, we are going to end this. Keep your eyes peeled for our next episode of the Defunct Wrestling Podcast, where we Woo. are going to continue our journey through Lucha Underground. Cannot wait. And let us know what you guys thought. Like, did you guys enjoy Wrestle Dream? Did you not? I know um, uh, my cousin Tim said that his match of the night was Danielson Saber Jr. Yeah, it was. Um, it was the match. Yeah, like we ha- we had some we had some interaction. Join us on our Facebook page, Casually Die Hard. Uh, email us with any kind of questions or comments at uh, Casually Die Hard Pod at gmail dot com. Um, make sure you guys rate and review for five stars, please. Only five stars. Only five. Um, it does help. I don't know how. Algorithms are weird. Uh, it helps we... my self esteem. <laughs> well, that it's too. not for the algorithm. It's for me. <laughs> okay, well, for me, it helps the algorithm, oh, which well. we learned a lot of. Well, actually, we didn't learn a lot about when we tried to help my sister with her college homework. We didn't learn anything about <laughs> algorithms. No, fuck that. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, I am Damien. And I'm Ashley. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.